episode 200 of the weekly canon podcast yes 200 episodes five years deep and i'm joined with my brothers wombs yo man we thank god we made it to 200 it's crazy if you're rocking with us from episode one thank you if you're here episode 200 thank you it's only by god's grace man 100 percent lobby welcome he's just gestured to us uh, so yeah, he's very happy to be here. He's actually moist. I don't know. <laughs> just, just speak, <laughs> talk, man. Uh, Gids would have loved to have been here, but he couldn't. Um, had an addition to the family, beautiful baby, and uh, yeah, he's just with the family at the moment. Couldn't join us, but he sends his wishes. He'll be back very soon. Shout out, Gids, man. Shout out um, his missus as well. I'm not going to bait her name out. Obviously, a lot of love. A lot of love for them. Um, we thank God that you know they've managed to to add this beautiful baby into their life, and um, nothing but blessings, man. But kids, like I told you, man, you guys, you got about two weeks because this project's Mbappe soon. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, get them cones out, man. Get them cones out. Do you know what I'm saying? It's train. It's time to train. You think so? It's time to train, bro. No, <laughs> it's time I, to train. I think it's too early, man. Nah, man. Two weeks. They got. I, two think, weeks. I, think, he should, I think he should be watching football though. Now. Yeah, I think she'll be watching football. There's no way that's going to make any any form of difference. You think so? <laughs> no. But does he no really, I think it does still. Does he really want to be watching football right now? I hope so. No, they do still. No, no, no. But I'm saying, does he really want to, in this current time of, of Arsenal, like... Oh, no, no. Listen, I don't want him to be an Arsenal fan. I I, I want us to get him a seat or him or her. <laughs> <laughs> no, not C. It can't be C. <laughs> it can't be Real Madrid, man. Yeah, wow. yeah, something like that. That's a, that's a pinnacle of football. So he's going to be, or he or she is going to be one of them weirdos that just watch international football like effort. I don't think so. No, no, no. But like, that's a good basis, isn't it? And then from there, you just make a decision based on your favourite English club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have an English club, but like the main club you support be Real Madrid. Does that even make, whatever, man. Whatever. But yeah, guys, episode 200. I know Steve's hosting, but I just wanted to, you know, say thank you again to everyone. It's mad how, like, just a tiny idea is now, you know what I'm saying, five years deep, 200 episodes. We just thank God, didn't it? But, um, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of football has happened, but obviously I'll let Steve take that away, man. Talk to us. Yeah, so we're going to start with Arsenal. I know there was a massive game on yesterday, but I've been... A lot's happened. So we had the international break, and the lads obviously did a pod... They covered the uh, the Palace defeat. And from what you guys were saying, you chalked it off as, you know, it was a bad day at the office, few injuries. You know, we go again on Saturday. Let's react. We had an opportunity to react and we blew it. We blew it. We're in the driver's seat for top four and we've, we've, uh, we blew it. To be, honest, we blew it. to be honest, I don't know what the table says, but if we win all our games, I know that's way easier said than done. We get top four. 
Well, we're level we're, we're level on points. I think they're ahead on goal difference. Yeah, but, but if we obviously if we win all our games, we beat them, and then we get top four. Are they not now three points ahead of us? Oh yeah, because they won. So yeah, maybe yeah, they're yeah. not three points ahead of us actually. So yeah, no, yeah, well, no, not necessarily. So it's not in our hands no more. No, because like their goal difference is better, and if yeah, if we beat them, we would be level on points. But their goal difference, well, anyway, it depends. But we're not going to win all our games. Let's let's keep it real. That's fair. That's but fair. unfortunately, I missed the game. I went into my Saturday thinking, oh, Arsenal fit, playing at three p.m. facing Brighton, a team that have not won in seven, and um. Yeah, I don't really need to watch this because it's going to be three points. I'm going to look at my phone and I'm did going to see three like, Sorry? Did you actually feel like, obviously, I, um, I thought would win two, but did you actually feel like you didn't even need to watch? Like you were that no, no, I wasn't, mad at, I wasn't mad at missing the game because I, I thought, yeah, this is going to be a routine three points. I'll catch yeah, up with yeah, yeah. you. Honestly, honestly, because of what happened on Monday right. and what was at stake, I thought, okay, these guys are going to bounce back and they're not going to disgrace me. The way we lost to Liverpool, and then a few days later, I went to Villa Park and put in that performance. Yeah, I thought, okay, this is this is us now. We're serious. Yeah. We're more serious, sorry. So to, <laughs> to find out that we lost 2-1 against Brighton, we conceded two goals against Brighton, the team that don't score goals. I was very, very surprised. I was very surprised by the lineup. Jack is at left back. So Arteta's back on his shit again. Listen, we're going to get into all of that. But first and foremost, guys, when you saw the lineup, what were your thoughts? Um, the, the resident Arteta hater kick us off. No, you're saying that. I'm just a just a realist, right? Um, yeah, it was it was the, it was the same. Um, okay, no, yeah. So the lineup, I was a bit confused because I was seeing some people saying it was Saka going to play left back, which, in all honesty, I wouldn't have been mad at that. Like I thought it would have been okay, but honestly. Like from the last pod, um, when discussing with Ade, I know Ade, um, he he wanted something else, but I I managed to convince him that playing Tavares would probably be would would be the best option. How did you convince me, bro? What are you doing? <laughs> bro, you, bro, you you were saying you were saying you can't. Start. I think you I think you even touched on Jacker potentially being left back. I didn't say Tavares can't start. I didn't say that. Bro, I didn't say that. I said yeah. I believe in him, bro. I said it's a big decision, but he should play himself into form. Yeah, after after, I, after saying, I told you that. No, I was saying Xhaka. No, after I told you that, that's that's when you said that. Yeah. Go listen, anyway, go listen, you guys go listen back, man. This guy just likes to lie, bro. I don't, but, I don't but, um, but yeah, I like like I said on the pod. I think that literally, like, it's crunch time of the season. You got to throw him into the fire. I said like, if like like the way we've been playing, we've been playing a certain way for the past couple of months. It's been working. Mm. Our left hand side has been good. So. Obviously, Kieran Tierney, he can't play the game due to injury. So, in my in my eyes, you either you just have to approximate <laughs> that role. So, you either play someone like Tavares, who is a left back, who has that pace and can and can get up and down the wing. But if because of his former, you don't trust him, you don't play. You try to approximate that. So, you either play someone like Saka there or whatever that like you play someone there. But obviously, he went for Xhaka, and I remember. Last season, when he when he when he played Jack in that left back role, it it worked quotation marks or looked good for like maybe like sorry one or two games, and after that, like we know what happened. The rest is history, and it was it was the same like it was the same in this game. Like we started the game, 
there was no rhythm. There was literally no rhythm. Like we weren't like no one was really showing for the ball. Like we can't st- we string and pass it that well. The runs weren't there. Mm. It just it just looked it just looked like we just looked off. And incredibly, like not unsurprisingly, the first goal literally came from Jacko pushing up high. Mm-hmm. Which was we obviously know that's like a theme of our like our of our system, our fullbacks. But Jacka doesn't really have the pace or like because he's not a left back. Maybe he do, he doesn't really know when to push and when not to whatever. But he was so high up the pitch. They played the ball to that side. I can't remember. I don't know who the Brighton player was on on that side. He got the ball, drove to the byline. He had so much time and space just to pick mm-hmm. out. The perfect pass, whatever. But do you know what? Do you know what I I um I saw in that goal? I think our lack of midfield presence, because there was no one that was marking Trostler. There was it's like it's like he yeah, had there's that as well. Goals. It didn't make there's any sense. Well. Yeah, it, it was it was it was from, it was it was like a double it's like a double jeopardy. Yeah, yeah, like a I double mean. jeopardy, double whammy. So like on that on on the build up to that goal, that whole left hand side it was vacant so they had all the time in order to pick the pass and then in the middle as well he had all the time and then boom it's 1-0 and then yeah and then still from there still didn't look great we got we managed to score um, just on the stroke of hard time but obviously it got called for offside which it was the right call I just don't know why it took them so yeah. long yeah like I think I when, that, like, bro, it's, it's not conclusive like we we didn't I, see I think I think like because it's it's hard, but from my from my stream, yeah, where they stopped it and they were looking at it yeah. from one of the angles, you can see like Martinelli's right foot was um was offside in it. Clearly though, was it clear? That's yeah, my, like that's I can't because like when when I saw the other angles at first, I was like it's not clear. But when I saw the angle, so it was from the so imagine so the linesman. On the right hand side, so it was literally yeah. from that position. Right. It, it. I can't like when I saw it. It, it like I thought, yeah, the, he's offside. So I, I, yeah. I can't really complain about that. But I thought, okay, yeah, since we got that, we'll. I thought we we're gonna come out in the second half, be a lot better. Like we'll, we'll get and then, like we'll probably make something for the game. Second half came. I think he, he changed the system slightly. So like Martinelli was playing left everything. So like Xhaka came into the, he was more central again in the middle of the pitch and Martinelli was like playing more on the left as just like a wing, left winger, left back. I mean, because the onus was on us to attack, like we kind of attacked a bit better, but we still didn't create any great chances. The half kind of chances we had weren't great. I think Saka had a poor game. He, he um, been great the past two games. I don't think. Yeah, people saying COVID. I don't know. It, it could be. I, I don't know what it is, but he he has he hasn't been great. Um, what else was there? Yeah, then I don't I don't know why he brought on why he brought on Enketia because with all these stop, times when stop 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 no no I'm not even trying to be rude. I honestly I'm not trying to be rude, but bro, Enketia showed more of an attacking threat than Lacazette did throughout the whole game. Okay, yeah, that's okay. That's fair, but like, what what I mean by that is that like, we have a lot of these games when we've been chasing and stuff like that. Yeah, he's brought on Mart, he's brought on on Ketia, and apart from maybe the Wolves game, I don't think he's ever come on and like he's been like, and he's actually added something like to to give us that. Um, so I'm not saying that he shouldn't have made okay, a sub. Yeah, yeah, cool. But like, I just don't know why he brought. I don't, I don't know why and Ketia was the first was the first guy to come on. And obviously brought Pepe. I don't know. I don't know how Lacazette managed to uh, manage ninety minutes, but yeah, 
And then obviously um, Odegaard scored a deflected goal, but it just meant nothing in the grand scheme of things. And it's 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 a damning result. The fact like when you look back at the season or whatever at the end of the season, the fact wherever we may finish. The fact that we took zero points from Palace and Brighton is insane. I'm so, no, like, no, no, no disrespect to any of those teams because obviously Palace have, have been great under Vieira and like Vieira and Brighton are a half decent Prem team. But the fact that we took zero points from both of those games is incredibly. And do you insane. know what? Do you know what? It's mad because I'm so sure this happened against. Um, this happened in the Emery season. Was it not the Emery season where it was Palace and Brighton? That kind of cost us the um, fourth place. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. If I, if I summed it up perfectly, I think my biggest thing going into this game was, like Steve said, we needed to react. Um, Palace was one of those games in it. Like it can happen. It's the Premier League. Like you know, we see shock results all the time. Fair enough. You know, you lose away to Palace. They're not a bad side. Fair, fair enough. It's about the next game. How are you going to come out? How are you going to play in the next game? And from the moment, you know, the boys sat on the pitch, I don't know if it was nerves that got to them. I don't know where it was, the occasion. I don't know if it's like, okay, now, you know, we need to get a result. They they folded, man. They folded. I think I think all the things I just mentioned and probably the lineup played a factor. Um, the reason I say the lineup played a factor is because, I don't know, I was talking to you guys off air, innit? And we were talking about how, like, I think if I even said it at the start of his speech, he said like, you know, the players are used to playing in a particular way. You know, you've built up partnerships all throughout the um, all throughout the team. Guys know what they're supposed to be doing. And then this isn't even to blame um, Lekonga. This isn't to blame Odegaard or Smith Rowe who were doing the um, the midfield work. It just, you know, you can't use one system for ages and then, Put, put them into another system and expect it to just click like that. Xhaka not being in the midfield, as much as, you know, we hate him and he's this and that, he's not good enough. It hindered us massively, I think. I think we lost a lot of... We, we didn't have a midfield presence, like I said. If you look at both the goals, the goals came up around the, ed, the edge of the D. Um, other guards, we needed that connector up top. Like, he's a lot better in that 10 position. Um, Lukonga, I can't really blame him because he's not got a lot of minutes. Go on, if uh, you look like So, and do you know what? Even up on top of that, yeah, mm. I, I'm trying to think back. I feel like I don't even fully know, like, because the midfield situation was weird because, like, it was almost as if it was like Lukonga on his own, and then it everyone felt was like just that. It felt ahead, like, it felt but like. like Odegaard was like in the middle, kind of, and like drifting like what he usually does, but ESR wasn't yeah. as well. So like, it was almost as if like ESR and like, it was literally like a two-man midfield with no... I think, I, right. I, I, obviously, so, you I, get what I'm explaining. I get you. I think Arteta yeah. needs to take blame for that because you can't just put the boys into... Like, we're, we're a young team already. So to put them in that position, it's not going to yeah. help. And the problem is, the main, the main issue I have with Arteta... And this isn't me like flipping, um, flip flapping and saying, oh yeah, you know, fuck Arteta, Arteta around. Nothing like that, yeah. But I don't know whether it's his inexperience or his just stubbornness, yeah. But to put Xhaka left back because Tavares had a bad game, I think 
that's one of the, the main issues I've had with Arteta throughout his reign. Tavares had a bad game. Yes, we get it. Like he's had a few bad games. You take him off at halftime. Yes, I get it. You can't tell me that Lacazette deserves to play in this side week in, week out. Lacazette offers nothing for us going forward. Nothing at all. So if we're going to base it off of like performance, there's nothing to suggest that Lacazette should be starting and Tavares, you can't just give him a run out of left back and then put Xhaka where he's supposed to play. You've weakened the side. And Keto has come on in the past few games, if I mentioned it before, he's shown more than what Lacazette has shown. You can, you can even try to be brave. Put Martinelli up top, put Smith Rowe um, left wing. In my personal opinion, that's going to offer more of a threat than what Lacazette's been doing. I think going into the Southampton game now, he's got a massive decision to make because we lose that game and top four is effectively done. I know you guys are saying it's done already, but if we lose that game, you've lost three on the bounce, three winnable games, and that is our season, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see what he does. I can't say I, I'm like, I'm devastated, guys. I've got to be honest with you, because these weren't the, these were the games that we win. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, You win these games, and then you give yourself a bit of wiggle room against Chelsea, United, and Spurs. Losing these games has put us in a very... It's put so much pressure on us. It's an impossible so. mission now. Do you understand that? Like, it's not impossible. I, I personally still believe, like I was saying to you guys, anything's anything's possible, but it's a lot harder, especially for a side that struggle with goals. Like me and Ife said last week, look at what Spurs did again. Look at, like, they're going to score goals and goals are going to win you games. Arteta, for all he's done and for all the um positivity and all that kind of stuff, yeah, now is the time to earn your money at the end of the day. Like, do you want to be a top manager or not? It's not about, it's not about uh, your principles. It's not about non-negotiables. It's not about, yeah, Xhaka, Tavares ain't rare No, put all that pride aside and get us points. That's it. If we go down fighting, then at least we can say, you know what? The, the boys tried. But now is really the time to just get us points. We just need points on the board. It doesn't matter how we get it. If it's 1-0 from now until the end of the season and we get top four, everyone's going to be laughing anyway. So that's that's me. That's, and, that's... and this is just to touch on that. This is like one of the things I have about Arteta is he is, he has like, he's pretty, oh, he has he has like inconsistent principles. Yeah, inconsistent. Knowledge. I can't and like yeah, because like with, with <laughs> yeah. some things he's just like yeah, this is it. No, 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 nothing's changed. But with some other things, it's not the same. Yeah. And like for example, with this whole Lacazette thing, like I get, and I'm Ade gets as well. Like we understand obviously in this system and all of this. Like Lacazette's like a good like he's a good link in in terms of linking like the phases and whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But the thing is, like, the way he's been playing the past couple of games and stuff, okay, we've been winners, maybe he's been overlooking it. But as a, as a manager, you should be a bit more proactive. Like, he's what he's offering and what he's bringing to the team, it's not that much of a premium to try and maybe tinker it a bit. And I'll, now, let me preface it for example. Someone like, maybe maybe I can't even say Conte, because, like, we know Conte, Conte is probably the most adaptable manager in world football right now. Like, you can probably put him in any side and he'll, he'll, he'll raise the floor to a certain level, he'll get them playing to he like he'll be able to implement his way. And but someone like Tuchel, for example, Tuchel like Tuchel has shown 
a lot of his like tactical flexibility and in the way he's like tinkered with the Chelsea's. Obviously, they've they've been a bit hit and miss, but that's because of injuries and some other things. But he's shown, especially in games, just his ability just to tinker things, just to get things running. Now, so like a manager like Tuchel, or maybe even Klopp, or even even someone who is as like philosophy philosophically driven as like Pep, they would adjust things. So like you see this, you see you have this problem. Why would you not try and do something like okay? I have I have Martinelli, I have ESR, I have Saka, I've got um and Kate, I've got Pepe. Why would you not, for example, move, try and move um play? There's, there's, there's different ways to solve problems. Yeah, exactly. Why? So why would you not try and play? Okay, let me put Martinelli um as the nine. I'll have I'll have Saka, I'll have ESR, I'll have um Odegaard. Let me have Odegaard as that link. And then I've got three runners because like and then and and for now, because obviously now we're trying to get top four, it's not a thing where we're just playing to to get the season just to whatever whatever. We're actually in the top four and we need goals. So why not try and make things a bit more transitional based to allow at least allow us to have better quality chances in front of goal? Because yeah. because and because like because he's not done that. Apart from the fact that already our squad doesn't have a lot of goals in them, the way we're playing our football, we don't fashion a lot of chances. So we only really have like maybe like two to three, if that, very good chances to score in game. And because they're not that prolific, we're not taking them. Yeah. And it's, it's hurting us so much. You can see, literally like, look at our goal tally. I think we scored something like 54 goals or something at this point in the season. Like Wenger's, obviously it's not the, it's not the same and you're one of it, but for example, Wenger's last year, which was one of the worst years I've seen up from us or, or even okay let me not even say when got under Emery you and, and that I'm, I'm, I don't know if you guys remember didn't we not score a goal away from home for like ages that, that season we scored like 76 goals like we're, we're not we're probably like obviously we've got eight games left but we'll probably there's probably no way I'm, I'm, I might be wrong about us being on 54 goals but we're, we're not gonna we're probably not gonna touch 76 goals and 76 goals that's not even a lot of goals for a top side you like you need to be able to address these things. You can't just say I have my philosophy. I will just hit the window. It's because it, it's just it's just it's just insane. Especially when you look at the position we've we've been able to put ourselves in at this point of the season. Steve, man, talk to us. We've we've blew, we've blew some steam. I know you had a lot of steam that you wanted to blow. So um, I'm over it now. Um, on Saturday, I was I was very angry. I had a nice evening. Um. <laughs> quite a bit of alcohol and it got me through Sunday I woke up and I was I was pissed because I watched all the highlights and I saw what Spurs did to Villa and the, the, the nature of the finishes and I thought okay like as much as I don't rate Spurs in some aspects they have got some real firepower up front and that's going to be enough to get them to top four. United are a mess and it's just them. It's them and us. And but the main issue for me is Arteta, I thought we made progress in terms of what we've seen on the pitch. I said maybe two months ago, I liked what I've seen on the pitch and the results have gone along with it. We knew that goals were an issue. We knew that Winning games by one goal margin is like 2-1 against Brentford, 2-1 against Wolves, 1-0 against Wolves, 3-2 uh, against Watford, 1-0 against Villa. It was going to catch up to us because you can't just be winning by one goal margins. It's just, it's just not enough, especially in the Premier League. But for 
it's 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 going to be a real issue now. It's going to be a real issue now, and I just don't see where we go from it because I'm not sure the manager is willing to stick with what's worked with him thus far. Um, I think the obvious thing would have been to um, have Xhaka in midfield with Lukonga and put Tavares at left-back. I know he had a bad time um, against Palace, but it can happen. It can happen. And he's our player. It's not like he's a lone player. Like he, We're hoping he has a future at the club. He's 21 years old. You need to show that you have confidence in him. And for him to revert to Xhaka at left-back, it just is so damning. So, yeah, I have, I don't, I've lost confidence in Arteta because for him to make the decision that he made and for the players to put in that performance in such a big game, big game in terms of the fact of what it meant for our season and for that to happen, for that result and that performance to happen, I never watched the game. I still, I've only seen the highlights. I don't think it tells the story because we, we looked like a, we had a few chances in there. It looked like we were unlucky in the highlights, but it's, it's damning. So, yeah, I'm back to where I was six months ago where I'm just not sure about Arteta now because if you're willing to do this, I don't know what else you could, you could be willing. You're capable of doing anything. So it's a shame because I think we've blown it. I think that's it. I think Spurs will get top four. Not because they're amazing, but it's because I just don't think United or Arsenal are going to be able to, to keep up with them. So I've got two questions here. First of all, um, if we don't qualify for top four, would you say our season is, is, is that a failure? No, I don't think that makes our season a failure. But given where we were a month ago or the vibe around the club a month ago, I could see why people would say it's a failure. But start of the season, nobody expects us to get top four. But you see, I asked myself this question. In fact, if a, what do you think? Is that a failure if we don't get top four? Um, see, it's a bit different with me because from like, I've never, I thought we've been in the top four race but I've never thought, and I've never at any point thought we were going to win. I always said, talk to me after our games in hand against Liverpool and Chelsea. So, so for like, you, it's, it's not. It's, it's not. And plus, I, I remember I did say at the start of the season, I would be, I'd say it, it would be a decent season if we were in the top four race and then came close. So within like, within that maybe like, three to seven points we came close within top four and then like got top six so I, I don't think it'll be a failure because yeah for those right. reasons this was my thing yeah I I agree with you guys I, I don't think well I didn't think it'd be a failure but then we have also said on this podcast when Leicester have bottled top four we've spoke on how you know expectations change and although at the start of the season we may not think it you know they were in a position to get that top four so, I, I must say though, especially the first season, yeah. Uh, the reason why I, I, um, I defended Brendan Rodgers was because they had injuries. The team that got them to that position were not the same team that finished the season, right? So, that's why I, I, I shot them some bell. Obviously, for them to do what they did again the next season, I understood why they got criticism. Party and Tierney, if they were playing and we, we had these two performances, that's bottling. I mean, we didn't we have that performance with oh no 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 we haven't we didn't have those performances with either of them did we Tierney oh, then no, we know Party played, played yeah. but he, played, but he, got, yeah. Yeah, he had a bad but, but to your point Ade with the Leicester one ugh, maybe my mind's a bit 
a bit um I need to jog my memory or anything or something. But the Leicester one, they were like prime they were in pole pos- they were like prime. Yeah, no, like, they were, they were, they were they, there was like literally no reason why they should like they at were. one point they were even they were even kind of in the in the title race. Yeah, they were. They were. So, like, I think that's a bit different to if we were in that kind of situation. I'd hundred percent agree with you. But fair enough. Yeah. Right. My my other question was: if we don't, if Arteta doesn't get top six, if you don't finish in the top six, should he be sacked? Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I'd, I agree. I'd say. I at the start of the season, I I did say we should we should get top six comfortably and then come close to being top four, but I think where we finish and how like the rest of these games play out that because if we don't get top six I think that this is a definite sack but if we do get top six sorry depending how the rest of the games go should also determine if you get sacked or not because like if we get top six but like we get rolled over again by Chelsea United Spurs like say say we scrape top six or like we we just about get it or um but like our, our performances haven't been great and we lose to like the teams who are actually decent and then we like beat the the teams who have nothing to play for and, and the dead teams. I still think you kind of got a sack because this will be his what second second full season second two and a half years him being here and it's more it's more it's more the same mediocrity. It's more the same hit and miss, hit and miss. So I think on that basis, I think he should like it would be especially if you want to see okay where the direct the direction we want to go. I think that that's enough like tape to show you yeah this guy can't take us where we want to go. So I feel like yeah. All right, fair enough, Steve. Do you want to take us on to yeah? Let's, let's move on. I mean, obviously, we'll, we'll follow the the running. And uh, yeah, let's talk about. I want to. I want to keep the main event last, okay? Because um, it was a great match. Let's talk about Manchester United. Unfortunately, I missed this as well. I was talking to a colleague of mine, um, and he was a big, big Man United fan, and he said that they were getting three points from this game. And we had a bit of a discussion. It got a bit heated on his side because he couldn't understand where I was coming from. I. I knew Manchester United were not winning this game. I didn't think they would lose, but I knew they weren't winning because when you're up against a team that has something to fight for, especially at their ground, a place like Goodison Park, if you're a team that has nothing about themselves, you're going to come unstuck. When when you've got a team that are fighting, like they're going to try and win duels, they're going to outrun you, they're going to be direct. And the opposition have nothing about them. What made you so sure they were going to do that, though? Because they've been shit. Like, let's have it right. I saw, I, saw, I saw on Twitter, Richarlison was speaking to a fan in the DMs, and he said, please, come to the stadium. We need you. I thought, okay, right. They're desperate. They're desperate. So when I saw full-time Everton won, Manchester United nil, I was not surprised whatsoever. Can you guys tell me why they lost that game? You you know why they lost that game. It's just, it's the same old story, man. It is that they they need a cultural reset. That they need to start again. They were where we were when we first started this pod. When we kept screaming, we need to start again. We need to start again. Yeah, they actually need to start again because 
bro, they're crap, man. They're actually crap, bro. <laughs> like I've I, I've said everything I need to say. Just go listen back to the other pods. That like, Man United, yeah. There's there's something wrong. There's something wrong fundamentally. Um, I saw Bruno was trending. Yeah, about two thirty, and um, you know, a lot of people were saying some very disrespectful shit. Some stuff that I can't say on this podcast. Larby, can you can you tell me why people you know like what, yeah. these <laughs> I'm not even trying to like defend him because he was poor and he's been poor, but I feel like he's turning into a little bit of a scapegoat. And but at the same time, I can maybe understand why because obviously Dude, when he was so playing, frustrating. He's yeah, because so frustrating. Yeah, man. There's that. Plus, it's the fact that obviously when he was playing well, the way he was getting hyped up and everything like that, maybe it irks some people. So like they're trying to get their own back because like even when he was playing well, you're still you were still seeing some of the things that you're seeing now. But mm. the only difference is now like he's not on form and they're not scoring and stuff like that. So it's a bit weird. But he's just like I don't think he's I don't think he's a terrible player. Like I've I've seen especially from United fans like we know we we know who the main culprit from our like kind of group of friends that like United fan is just saying how he's not even like a good player he's not I, I don't I think I think that's taking it a bit too far because I feel like in, in in a more conducive or a better system or with a better coach or something like he, there, there's, def, there's definitely a player there I think he's maybe not the cam you want in today's game I don't know but like I think he's I think he's a, he's a lot better than that people are making him out to be but given that he was poor so that maybe the criticism is deserved. Okay, so uh, Ten Hag is linked to the club very heavily. Mm-hmm. He, the media are asking him questions and he's not saying no to the speculation. So that tells me everything I need to know. Do you guys, are you guys of the belief that Ten Hag could really change United's fortunes in the short to medium term? I think like, like I said last week, I, I've, like rated this guy since what I saw when he when he got Ajax to the semi final. So I'd be a hypocrite if I was to say if I was to say no. And like as as bad as United are and anything like that, I do feel like I don't think that makes you a hypocrite. I think you're allowed to change your mind. But the thing is, I'm I'm you change, isn't it? Yeah, things change. But the the only reason why I would be saying no is because he's going to United. Yeah, but that's not that's a big thing. That's like it's, it's no, it's a big thing. But the thing is, I still I still believe in him and his ability as a manager. So like, the only reason why I'll be changing my turn right now is because he's going to United. And I don't like United. You know what? You know you know one thing. Yeah, sorry to kind of take it off track here. One thing that I properly don't understand is why. So like, I was watching. Um, what was I watching? I was watching. No, it was even Arsenal. It was even Arsenal. So okay, both Arsenal and United. Yeah, I'm seeing fans complain about the owners. But we we've been given money, bro. bro exactly. <laughs> like, exactly, exactly. When I saw the Arsenal thing, yeah, I was thinking, what the hell has the Cronkies got to do with Arteta doing this year? And with Man United, bro, United are spending cash, yeah, bro. Exactly. What is that? Bro, bro, that yeah, nobody nobody talks. Arsenal, nobody talk, no one talks about the owners after they've signed Varane. Sant- <laughs> that's every, what I'm saying. The first of September, nobody mentions the Glazers. That's what I'm saying. Nobody yeah. mentions the Glazers. Everybody I don't get it. Season. No, they're talking about the same. Like, 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 if, if, if this was Arsenal two, three years ago, I could understand because we weren't we spending. spending. Yeah, we were like, spending. We are. So that's not... With United, they've been spending. Bro, I don't <laughs> they've get been, it. Like, obviously, I get... If, if you want to complain about 
the the um stadium because I know apparently apparently the stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both, both our stadiums running great. But then, mm-hmm. but like, but even, but even with that, both teams are planning on on like addressing yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's something, and and so and so like I don't I don't get it. But back to Ten Hag, like I I think he could because I feel like when you have an elite kind of level manager. I, I believe that that's even a stretch, but he seems from what I've seen, he he seems like a, he's like he's a, he's a good coach in it. He's a, he's like, he, like I'd say he's a good coach. So yeah, he's better. He's better coach than Arteta. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Let me be honest with you. Uh, sorry if have you finished actually. I'll just cut in. No, but so so like, and then on top of him being a good coach, United they do have pieces in it. They have pieces. So in and and they have the money and the funds to go out in the trans obviously they're, they're potentially losing quite a few players but mm. they have money in the transfer market they have money and they do do still have some sort of power in the transfer market to mm. go out and get some piece, pieces and then on top of that Ranić as a coach no but his track record as a technical director director of football whatever you want to call it it's quite good like he like he's got he's got an eye for some gems so mm. i feel like they could like it, it's a good appointment for them i've got to be honest yeah um, I can't give a conclusive answer. And the reason I say that is because we won't really know until he gets here. And I think before, previously, I would have said, yeah, I think he's going to change their fortunes. He's going to make them this and that. But there's a lot more that goes into it than just having a talented manager. There's not very, there's not many clops and peps that you can guarantee they'll go anywhere and they'll transform the culture and the team. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't know if when Ten Hag comes, we don't know if the players are going to have him because it seems as though like these players aren't having certain managers. We don't know if, you know, he's going to be allowed to actually construct the team in the, in the manner at which he wants to. We don't know if his, if his, what he envisions football as, we don't even know if that's going to work in the Premier League. Like anything can happen. Anything can happen. So I don't think he's an elite coach. So I can't. Yeah, I I, 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 I tell you you what. If he he was at that level where I've seen his sides, I've seen him do it a couple of times, and I could be like, yeah, okay, this guy's going to come in, he's going to do a madness. I don't think there's any guarantees with Ten Hag. There's no, there's no guarantee. He's a a good, from what I've seen, he's definitely a good coach. Don't get it twisted at all. Definitely a good coach, but we won't know until he gets here, isn't it? I guess the only thing I can kind of say to you to like maybe defend him a little bit is um, we've seen him at Ajax. Obviously, you got them to a semi-final, but then you could say that that team, obviously, maybe it's not looking as much now. But that team, they had they had some special players. They had Frankie. They, they, they had some Frankie. Yeah, Frankie De Jong. They had um, 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 Blockhead. What's his name again? Sorry, not um, what's his name again? Delit. So they had the lit and 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 then even now the the squad that they've got now obviously yeah. they've got some good players like Anthony and stuff like that but it's not as amazing as it was back then and they're still doing quite well. That's so fair. That's fair. That. But then, like you said, because yeah. for example, I do think he's a good coach, but em, like I don't care what anyone says, like em, Emery's actually he's a good Emery coach. is a good coach. He's like objective. Emery, good coach. if if you and, know Paul, Emery's a good coach. Yeah. It just didn't work with us. Yeah, exactly. Julian Julian Lopetegui who um. He went to Madrid after yeah. Zidane and got sacked. Yeah. He, he is object. Yeah. Bro, he, won, he won the Europa League last year with Sevilla. Bro, yes. He's yes. a good coach. Yes, You've got Ernesto Valv. You, they're like That's the point, being a bro. good coach. That's the point I'm saying. Look, a good coach. Yeah. It doesn't mean that he's just gonna he's gonna walk PSG yeah. to the to the um to the Champions League. Like 
Xavi, I'm sure people didn't think that he'll do what he's doing. I'm not saying that, oh, Xavi's this or that, but obviously it's working at the moment. Someone like Patrick Vieira, he wasn't even their, their first pick. And look at how he's performing, you know? So we don't know. We don't know. Let's see what happens. What do you think, Steve? I think United fans need to relax, compose themselves, and just hope that the club reset. Uh, if I'd be more excited if I was a United fan if I could see that upstairs they're making changes. So I don't know, they brought in a new director of football. Um, mm. The first couple signings were of a certain ilk. Maybe it's from, you know, um, a prospect from a second tier European club that's hungry to come to the Premier League rather than like a, I don't know, a big, game, a big name player again. If I start to see something different in terms of the recruitment and what how... You, you, sorry, quick. Do you not think the Ragnik kind of appointment is like a step in that kind of direction? I, I don't know what the Ragnik thing is, honestly. I, I don't know what it... Because I saw the other day that... I saw a headline too, if I didn't click the article, it might have been clickbait. He's only going to be working like 20 days a year or something like that. I don't know if this, what he's done with this with the team now and his relationship with the team now, with the club now, has scuppered the plans in the future. Because it's, 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 it's been a mess. Yeah. It's been a mess. So yeah. I, I don't know what's going to happen with that. Everything that United seem to be doing, it's, it's just not working. So when Ten Hag is linked to United, I, I don't bat an eyelid. I'm not afraid of anything because mm. United don't seem to know what they're doing. They're, it seems like they've gone for Ten Hag because of Twitter people. Where's Ten Hag come from? Like, why are they going for Ten Hag? It's actually why, true. Why him of all people? It's actually true. What? Why him? Like, what's the what's, the what's the thingy? What's the um? What's the vision? Like, because why did you even... go for Ralph Ragnick as the interim? What? Why? Like, who told you to go for that? What's What's the idea? You went from Moyes. You went to Van Hal. Van Hal had a certain way of playing. I know it wasn't great to watch, but I feel like if he got the right sort of players, maybe it would have worked out. Completely wrapped wrap that up and went to Jose, completely different way of playing. Yeah. Then went to Oli. Oli's thing went to shit. And now they're going for Ten Hog. And a lot of the players, a lot of these players have been under all these managers. So is Ten Hog still going to have Matic, Juan Mata, Phil Jones, Bailly, Luke yeah. Shaw, like Juan Bissaka? Are these players going to be there to play under Ten Hog? Especially because like the players he wants. Especially because when you kind of look, you make a point because especially when you've seen Ten Hag's teams and he's kind of, he is, he kind of comes from that Guardi, not even kind of, he he's worked under Guardiola. So whenever someone's worked under Guardiola already, you already kind of know the philosophy or their kind of view on, on football. So he, has, he, so he has, that's that's his kind of idea of football. And then like, obviously it's not been the United way, but maybe they want to smash that get rid of that hard United way and, and like actually try to play, do something else. But it doesn't, especially with the players they've got now, it, it's like, like, to be fair, like Steve said, he makes a very good point. It's a bit, it does seem a bit weird, but he's a good coach in it. So but, I guess yeah. that's, that's one step in the right direction, isn't it? Yeah, let's, let's see how it goes. But I just did, I couldn't believe the reaction. Oh my God, he's coming. I saw, you know, <laughs> when they make these graphics of like, Ten Hag like just walking like he had this black coat and like red devils in the background. I was like, okay, we're doing this again, just like you did with Ralph. Great. Anyway, um, should we talk about Chelsea? Yeah, actually, let's talk about Chelsea quickly, and then we'll talk about the big game. Um, 
Chelsea conceded seven goals in a week against Brentford <laughs> and Real Madrid at Stamford Bridge, Premier League and the Champions League games. And Tuchel was not happy actually watched his press conference. He was fuming. He said, I don't know what's happened since the international break. It seems like we're not up for it. I really need to speak to the players. Um, we really need to look at ourselves because, you know, we've got an opportunity to win some trophies and, you know, we've dropped our level. And they're going to slap up Southampton 6-0. Every time I look to my phone, 1-0, 2-0, 3-0, 4-0. 4-0 4-0 so, after 30 minutes. 4-0 after 30 minutes. Bro, it was insane. Yeah, I, I saw the goals too. Southampton, it, it was perfect. But we've seen this before, unfortunately. I love Ralph. I think he's a good manager. Before, before, before we get before we get into Chelsea, sorry, start talking about Chelsea. Yeah, when, when it comes, yeah, it was four new after it was four new after thirty minutes. When it, when it comes to Ralph, yeah, um, is his name is his name Ralph as well? Yeah, Ralph. Yeah, Hassan yeah, Hill. Yeah. I can't lie. If he if he takes one more heavy defeat, they have to sack him. Like, <laughs> I, 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 on, like, I can't like it's it's too much. Yeah, I, I think I was I was, I was, saying, to, I was saying to my boy, yeah, that like I said, if it gets to, if it gets the nine 0 again, you have to sack him. I said like if if because I think he should walk at that point. Like because how are you taking <laughs> three nine 0 but then uh, but but even that aside, yeah, if if they take another like heavy, so uh, a heavy thing is 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 anything. Four is heavy, but it's not that it's like heavy light. If he takes anything more than five, I can't lie. Everton, but they took six, three. man. Yeah, they took no, six. No, I'm no, no, saying in general, four is like a heavy defeat, but it's like not a like it's not a fun, it is it actually is. But if they take anything more than five again, <laughs> they have to evaluate his because like you can't, you actually can't like deep it. How is a manager? He's been there what maybe like two three years. How has he got two? Two, bro. How many managers have even one nine nil defeat under their under their um tenure? He's got two nine nil defeats under his tenure. He's got one six nil. I'm pretty sure he's got another heavy like five nil or like six one or something like that. Oh god! I'm sure he does. Does he not? Because I feel, he, actually, I feel he, he gets fucked up, man. Honestly, let's let's have it right. Like he actually gets fucked about. Like and, and, he, and he's, he's just he's just hurting himself because like every time yeah I, I see ever I, I don't know why I keep saying Evan I see Southampton. And I feel like I'm like okay, you know, like he like he's actually he's actually doing well with like his resources. He's like raising level with these players. Like yeah, like maybe he can actually like um, coach a top team. And he just gets slapped six <laughs> And then I'm just like yeah, like this he can he can never go near one of these big teams. Never. <laughs> oh my god! Do you not think it could potentially be like a mental thing from the players? Mental no. scars. So almost like oh no, it's two 0 Black, oh no, and then they just freeze. Right. Oh no, uh, freeze. how many managers? Bro. How many managers do you know that that gets slapped up like this though? For real, like, do you know any Honestly, that heavy defeat? Unfortunately, with these games, these hidings, I've never watched it. I missed it. I missed the Leicester one. I remember once I was with you. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a Friday night. The Man United one I missed, unfortunately, and then this one, yeah, it's a free o'clock kickoff. I've never seen. I would love to watch it to know what's happening, but. Yeah, it's correct. It must be a, sc- a scarring thing, man. Because play- a lot of the players have been there throughout his tenure, innit? It's the same players. Yeah. But no, yeah, but, boy, boy yeah. To, get, to get slapped, you're right, man. To get slapped 9-0 twice, a 6-0. Like, 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 sorry, like, sorry to get, imagine he, he took 6-0 today. I mean, sorry, on the weekend. And that's not even his top two highest defeats. <laughs> it's not. He got hit for nine twice. That's crazy, man. That's actually good. Like, like as, as much as I rate him, yeah. 
He's no, a... I, I can't even disagree. I can't, I can't disagree. Oh my gosh. Okay, all right. Enough of that. Enough of that. Um, first of all, you guys, obviously, you, you recorded the pod whilst um, Benzema was giving us a masterclass. And um, I just wanted to know your thoughts on, on, on that game and what, what, you, what you take away from Real Madrid and what they could potentially do this season. Do you look at them and think, yeah? Do you know what they they've got? The <clears throat> like, it's so crazy because it's over to like, Real Madrid, they, they have the quality. Like, I think their biggest kind of issue right now is they don't have the legs per se, but I feel like they've found something that works. So in these games, when they're coming up against these teams who, especially, well, these English teams especially, who have, who are like, who are fitter and have more legs, they they seem to be playing Valverde as um as the right winger. So so then he kind of helps out in midfield, and then obviously you've got Vinicius and um Vinicius and Benzema there, and then hope, thankfully they they were able to they managed to have Ferla Mendy back for this game. He he had a great game as well. So I they have the technical quality because like I think there was times like in, in the Chelsea game there was multiple times, sorry where um. They're like um, from kick off. I'm sorry, from from like a goal kick. Chelsea would kind of like pressure them, put pressure on them. And bro, they when I say they were playing out with ease, like and like you just forget and like it just makes you like marvel at some of these guys because obviously Cruz is at 30, 31, so I don't think he's that old. But like you've got Modric, who's at thirty six. Benzema is at thirty four. Um, Casemiro is obviously he's not that old. He's thirty as well. Um, but you got you got you got these guys and like the way they're playing like still at this level is is crazy. So I definitely think they can do something. And like obviously we know what like a city or like a Liverpool that like, kind of represents or like a Bayern. But I I honestly don't think like 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 them playing City as much as like City can harass you and like put pressure on you. I don't think it will phase them because. They, Bro, they they can. Bro, it's it's the heritage, man. Yeah, there's that. There's that as well. They've got the they've, they've got they've got the know how. Like they've they've got guys in their team that have, they've been there, they've done this. You get it. So I don't. I think you'd be a fool to to count out Real Madrid. Um, I don't think they'll win it. Uh, I, I must say that. But with their players, man, that like, let, let's talk on Benzema because again, like I have to give him his respects, man. But this goes back to like. It reminds me of the of the Rooney thing. It's not even like I didn't respect Wayne Rooney yet, yeah. but my problem with him is that I know that as a striker, you could have offered more, you could have been more. And that's the exact same feeling I feel towards Benzema. Obviously, we understand he played in a, in a side with Ronaldo, all that kind of stuff. I get it. He was the facilitator. But in my humble opinion, I think he still could have got his goals because you look at Suarez and you look at Messi and you look at Neymar, and they all got their goals. Suarez got 55 or 60, yeah. whatever it may be. Benzema had the ability to, to have been doing this. So that's my only like discrepancy with his career. That's the only reason I've like disrespected him probably the way I have. But he's a fine player, man. And to, to still be able to, to perform like this at this level, it just speaks volumes, isn't it? Still don't think he's the best player in the world or anything like that. But, you know, he's had a very fine season. And I, I think we've got to give him his flowers whilst... I think he's in a conversation... Like if somebody told me Benzema's the best player in the world, I'd say okay. Nah, I wouldn't though. Because Mbappe, isn't it? He's not he's not been better than Mbappe. Like, let's just be serious, isn't it? Yeah, but why not? Why has he not been better than Mbappe? Because he's not been as he, he just hasn't. He just hasn't, bro. That's that's an aesthetic thing, isn't it? No, 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 but I did if you look at it, 
um, Mbappe scored his first, like obviously I know it's not just numbers. Yeah. Mbappe scored his 31st goal. Like obviously he scored a hat-trick again. I think that took him to like 32 for the season. Benzema yeah, yeah, has yeah. like 30, Benzema has like 34 goals this season as well. What about Plus assist? like, I, I, I'm not too sure about assists, but I, I, I know, I'm not too sure about assists, but I know like Benzema does, he does get his assists as well. But That's then on top enough. of that as well, um, Benzema, he's still performing in the on in the Champions League in the highest of stages. So uh, that, listen, kind of, that kind of counts right now. hundred percent. But Mbappe, every time I've seen Mbappe in the highest, whatever, highest games, big games, bro, he, he delivers too. hundred percent. Obviously, he's not, playing in, he's not playing in the biggest games right now. So that <laughs> that does that it does play a factor. It does, it does, it does. But I'm sorry if you ask me today, who do I want in my team? As in this season, I know obviously. Take age aside and all that kind of stuff. I think Mbappe is a much scarier guy to go up against today than Benzema. And that's no yeah, disrespect to Benzema. Even Salah, like, he's not on form currently. But if we look at the course of the season, I'm taking Mbappe, Salah, and then probably maybe Benzema. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm not going to go off just because he got a little hatty against, like, I'm not even trying to downplay it. Back-to-back hat tricks, man. Come yeah, on. I'm not trying to downplay it. But, like, like... I feel like what we do in football a lot of the time is we just go off moments, man. Like, yeah. it, we've had a whole season, you know. Like, of course, the the accomplishment, the achievement is massive, but come on, like, we can't just start talking Ballon d'Or because of what, like... I hear that, but added, you know, the manager's thing, yeah? Mm-hmm. What you're saying still applies to Benzema because this season, he's actually, from, from start that, to but, finish... But, but this is what I'm saying. I'm not even knocking it. I don't... I know, I know, you're, not, like, I know you're not knocking it, but, like... The arg- so like what I'm saying is like the arguments for you maybe not putting in um, Benzema at the top yeah. as like the best player. It's not like it's. I think I think it's partly due to you not maybe have been following Rumbles or watching one hundred percent. Because like because what you're saying right now, like he's been like obviously like Salah had Salah probably had the, the hottest start at the, at the start of the season than yeah, anyone yeah. in world football. But like in terms of like what Mbappe's, what all three of those players have been doing, they've all from start to finish, start to the now at this point in the season, they've all been amazing. Yeah. So like, 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 like fair play, innit? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna disagree with you. I don't, yeah. I don't know enough to yeah. even to say anything on that. But it's not, it's not clear cut. So like, I, I, I understand why, why you like, why you say that. Steve, man, give me what I need, man. Come on, that. What do you mean? You've been teasing us all, all episode, man. Come on, like, let's just okay. Let's let's talk man. about it. I said I said um, last time we played each other. This is the best game. This is the best game for me because these two managers, City and Liverpool, Klopp and Pep, they do not. They don't change when they come up against each other. It is literally high line, high line, pressing, pressing. We play whoever wins wins, punch for punch, and that's exactly what we got yesterday. After like, was it 15 minutes? It was 1-1. One, one. Um, there was a spectacular amount of talent on the pitch. I thought City were sensational for most part of the game. Got to say Liverpool did well in the second half because first half they weren't at the level, but second half they, they grew into it and they showed some resilience. Mm. And they went and uh, went to the home of the champions and they got a point. Lucky maybe to um, get a point because Mahrez should have won it at the end. But <clears throat> guys, what do you think? Do you think, think- that... That, yeah, was, that, was that like? Did you view the game as decisive for the title? Obviously, yeah. But what do you, what do you take from it? Do you think Liverpool can go on and do it, or I think I think it's still up in the air. I think you know the result was best for both teams. Oh, that's a, that's such a stupid thing to say. The result not was best, best for neutrals. both. 
Yeah, like not not even what am I trying to say? Like, I don't think this result they both needed to win, is what I'm trying to say. Like, if whoever won, then I think the momentum could have gone with them. I think City winning it would have been a bigger result. Um Liverpool still in it. I still think it's anyone's title to get, but there's something and Okay, let me let me let me let me think it. So I've been seeing a lot of talk about our uh, best. Is this the best rivalry of all time, Retta? And maybe it's because I'm an Arsenal fan, but I can't get past Arsenal, Man United. I think there's got to be a bit more. Um. Uh, there's got to be a bit more of an edge. Yeah, man. For for me, for for it to be like a rival, rival, which the Arsenal, Man United thing had, but in terms of actual footballing. Like ability, this actually might be this is the pinnacle of, of the Premier League. Like this is the pinnacle of Premier League football. And what was I gonna say? What was my point I was gonna make before? Um I I haven't deeped it. Like when I started looking at like you know the, the highlight packages before the games and that, bro. They've been at this level since what was it 2017? Both like, of them, like five years, five years, <laughs> neck and neck. At the top. And honestly, if someone said Liverpool, they're better, you can't really argue. If someone says City better, you can't really argue. For me, I think City just have something a bit more. And I don't know what it is, but I still expect them to go on and do it. But I can't disrespect Liverpool. And I've got to give Klopp his credit, man, because these two... I can't say might be the best managers I've ever seen, but the quality is stupid. It is stupid. Like, I can't disrespect Prime Mourinho. I can't disrespect us. Um, no, Wenga, sorry. Um, I can't disrespect Sir Alex Ferguson, of course. But these this, two this might be... Though, I'm going to have to stop you there, man. I think... Yeah. I think... <laughs> I think Pep, yeah, but I think I can't like with I, I rate Klopp very highly. I can't like, but I think I think Prime Mourinho is better. Like than Klopp, bro. I'm a hundred percent taking over. It's, it's, it's different though, man. Because why, like, why, why, it's, it's, it's different. Because you can't like with Jose and Sir Alex Ferguson. Yeah, you can't point to a style with them. Like you don't think. Like when you think of Sir Alex Ferguson's team, well, you, you do of Jose though. You do think of Jose. There right, isn't. What, what what comes to mind then with him? I've, what Prime Jose? Yeah, Prime because Prime Jose is one one team. Defend. Say that again. Because it's not just one team, is it, Prime Jose? Yeah, but I I think of a defensively sound team that will hit you on the break. But it's how do you feel about that in comparison to what you're seeing with Klopp's Liverpool? But this is what I'm saying. Klopp's Liverpool. Bro, it's it's different, man. And this is what I'm saying. Like, I'm not I'm not putting Klopp over Mourinho, mm. but not only does he have the style, bro. Look at the points that the, look at the points total these guys are getting, man. Yeah, there's one. It's not even. It's yeah. it's like it's like you could say Artiki Taka or you could say oh, Arsenal men got beautiful football. They've got the style and the points, bro. They're not losing. <clears throat> I hear this, and it's so weird because like I'm not usually one to. Defend the older kind of errors and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. But I just feel like I feel like there's something about today's today's football. Mm. I'm not trying to give them a pass or saying it's easier, but I just feel like there's something 
that's allowing not allowing them, but like that they're just able to get they just rack up the like, let, let me ask you something then. If that's the case, why aren't other managers doing it? Because okay, like because okay, with what one thing, like I think we've said this a lot. I think Chelsea have been a bit better like this year and last year, but mm. I think generally since I think gen like generally since United um Pep and Guardiola have both been in the Pep and Jurgen Klopp. Uh, uh, so, who, you said Pep and Guardiola. Oh, Pep and Pep and Klopp, yeah. Apart from maybe the season, I think Klopp was here when Conte won it. But apart yeah. from no, apart from those years, since they've been in the in the league, their their teams have been good. But then, like the rest, the other teams who you expect, who we've expected to be as good and like maybe compete and stuff, they haven't. So like a lot of so like, but that doesn't that doesn't. And, and, I know, and I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm saying that to answer why. I think why because you you said if that's the case why haven't the other managers been able to do that so yeah, that's yeah. why I think that but then like I kind of think like this yeah and I, I pose a question you guys can probably answer as well but I think let's say like some of the best United teams some of the best Arsenal teams um, Chelsea teams under Mourinho in today's area do I think they could probably get that around that that those points tallies yeah but do I think the City teams or Liverpool teams, would they be able to get that kind of points tally in those areas? I'm not saying they, they wouldn't win the Prem or they wouldn't they wouldn't get high. I do th- I do think they will, but I don't think they're getting 100 points. I don't think they're getting 97 uh, points. Pep, Pep, and put Pep up against them 2003 thousand and that year. This guy, will, bro, who probably I'm not even saying 2000 because I don't even think that's the prime. I don't I don't think that's the, I think the I think the the peak like the most competitive that I've seen the Prem in terms of title races were from that. Obviously, United Bro, you know competitiveness doesn't equal. I know, I know, I know, I know. But do you know? But like, what I'm what I'm trying to say is, I think. Do you know what it is? Yeah, I think it's maybe partly because around them times, all four of the English teams were always touching that quarterfinals minimum of the Champions League. Like right. it was actually like it was almost it was almost. It was almost a stat. Maybe not Arsenal as much, but it was almost that kind oh, of like yeah, standard. Was, yeah, yeah. There, there so, was... so, so maybe that's why I just see like the t- like the, if that's the case, I kind of feel like all those four teams were kind of like around the same level, sick. Whereas like now, like the golfing class between City and Liverpool and the rest of the teams is is massive, and well, that's credit. Partly, it's, that's it's, credit. It's, it's, it's credit to them, but it is also credit. It is it also there are also other factors in the fact that Arsenal have been quite incompetent. United have been incompetent. Chelsea have been more competent, but they've been a bit inconsistent with their competency because of manager turnover and stuff like that. Yeah. Spurs, Spurs, the same kind of thing. So that's why I think that's the case. Steve, what do you reckon, bro? No, this, this is. I think this is just a peak, like era. Like we've got two peak, peak teams. Like these teams are elite, elite organizations, elite recruitment, elite coaches, elite teams, elite football. That's it. A hundred percent. It's just. A, Elite era, like we've got to look like, back at it and think, wow, okay. I I see. I agree with that, but like at the same time, do you think United, United, Arsenal, Chelsea, and Liverpool and Spurs have been the best they could be? No, but we know. No, they- no, but in the past, like Liverpool, Liverpool weren't the best they could have been been in the past. When we're talking about different eras, like. Not everybody's going to be great. Yeah, yeah 100%, great. but they haven't even been like what we expect. So like, so like basically my kind of point is, while I think you, what, you're, what you said is right, this is like, the, this is two teams at their peak playing the best football. 
I also think the other of the top six, they have not been at the level that that's been required to be for them as a top six club. So it's kind of like, I don't even know the kind of point I'm trying to make because I don't, I'm not trying to take away, but I, I, just, I just feel like maybe it would be a bit different if we had Chelsea and United, if, if Chelsea and United were at, were at this that. Is, this is revisionist because at the start of each season, we say, bro, Ch- Steve and Gids had Chelsea winning the title this season. Yeah, I know. I, but, I, 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 but, I, but I, I didn't. Maybe it's different. Either way, there was a season where we all said, yeah, United, they're going to, like, they could title push. They're going to title. This season. Yeah, this, like, this when? Under Oli, not me. Um, I, th- I I did. I thought they would. Remember I thought, that I thought, slapping teams 4 0 at the start? Mourinho. Oh, Jose. Okay. Yeah. Bro, like, there's been times where we've looked at other teams on paper and we're like, you know what? This team, like, they can do a thing. Chelsea is a prime example. It just goes to show how good Liverpool have been. Liverpool, especially because we didn't see Liverpool doing this. Yeah, true. We didn't see them keeping up. So, like, say what we want, but this is all revisionist. We're only saying this because these two teams are just so much more clear than everyone else. Yeah. So, yeah, I think maybe, like, just to kind of round this up, because I think we're kind of going to circles and I'm repeating my point. But I feel like if, if like, United were playing to the stat, like, to the expectations that they should be considering the signings they made and whatever, if, to be, to be fair, Chelsea have kind of been, have been good, so it's fair. But if, like, the rest of the top six teams were kind of playing up to their expectations and City and Liverpool were still at that level, then I'd be like, yeah, this is, like... It's just a clear golfing class, but then still, part of me thinks that okay, while I still think Chelsea, um, City, and Liverpool will be dominant, how dominant would they be if like Arsenal fixed up, if United fixed up, if Chelsea fixed up a bit more, if Spurs fixed up a bit more? That's kind of just my thinking of it. But I'm at the same time, I'm not trying to take away what with what they've done because it's it's still just insane. All right, are we going to talk about how um, Jota is what? You know, he he is he is the one. Like this Firmino, mm-hmm. Firmino, this Firmino, that like Jotto is just showing what that Firmino ain't that guy, bro. Is it just I, me that thinks this? You know, I, I think I think it's just you because you know, like a lot of Liverpool fans aren't as happy with Jotto. Apparently, he's very Jotto outside of the final third is not. It's it's nasty. Yeah. I, I don't know what's happened to the Portuguese attackers yet, but. Listen, it's it's not nice to watch. Yeah, <laughs> what's in my sand, man. Yeah, bro, he's a he's a shooter, but he's a, moment, he's a, he's a, he's a moments guy, isn't it? Yeah, it's not nice. He's not getting moments, bro. I hear Justin, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I hear him too. He's a shooter, but listen, on the ball at the moment, it's, in fact, it's not even a moment. It's been a the while. Thing, it's not hindering them though. It's, it's not. It's not. not. Liverpool. No, no, no. no. Exactly. But I understand the complaints. I see a lot of the criticism, and it's not nice to watch. How many goals he on? Twenty-one. What? In all comps. Yeah, 21 in all comps. 21? Bro, it's a shooter. When's the last time Firmino hit 21 goals? Oh, let's move on. All right, let's end it there. I'm just asking, bro. I'm just asking. I don't know. Probably five years ago. No, no, no agenda, like, seriously, like. Probably five years ago. Firmino doesn't score goals like that. That's, that's all I'm saying, isn't it? That's all I'm saying. Let's wrap it up. Okay. Episode 200 is coming to a close. We're going to do a little segment. What's your favourite episode? <sighs> that we've done? Yeah. That's a good question, man. What episodes come to mind, bro? 
Rock and roll football. I can't remember why, but that one came. That, that was one of like the first 20, maybe. I think it was when when it's when it Liverpool City. No. The one where Mane got sent off, I think that was one of our first 10 or 20 episodes. Okay. 2017. I oh, think. Against, oh, against City as well. Yeah, I think I think that was a good one. Um it got slapped. Yeah, I, I say it all the time. Sanchez Hazard, I just think was one of the funniest episodes. Um the Rooney debate, that's a classic that goes up there. I can't really remember the like hundreds, you know. Yeah, I can't either. I can't like there's nothing. Thomas Party getting signed, that was a good one. That was a good moment. Um what other moments have we had, man? I think um the ep- I don't know what Humber is called, but the mm. episode after Faith when that episode was so fun, like what when they like, lost? Yeah, like when when um so obviously I don't know for the context of the like viewers <laughs> that whole week. Like, oh, United, that's after they beat PSG, isn't it? No, no, no. No, um is it was the week so they were playing in, I think they were playing City, and then that's when Cameron started saying, started screaming all faith, week. He, 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 was, he was screaming faith in the cap with the two H's in capitals and everything like that. And then, like, City was that around November. I can't remember when it was. I think City they had the poppies on. I can't, like, anyway, but yeah, yeah, but City slapped them. And then, I'd say one one game that I've said one of the pods that was maybe not the best, but it was a real, it was kind of like feel good. It was when um, we beat Chelsea in the FA Cup final. Yeah, that was a good one. Because like, I don't remember that. I might, I might go listen back. So. I think just, just, I think just because like the feeling we kind of had, because like obviously Jack had like, yeah, he, he like Jack had a masterclass. We won. Yeah, like we just beat like the who the team who were like comp to be the best team in England, and we kind of had this feeling like you like you know what with the right signings and stuff like yeah, we can go on yeah. to do something. Yeah, then there was a game up getting leaving next um, season. Lacker and was it Villarreal? Um, Europe, oh, no, Valencia, Valencia, where they slapped the hell out of them, yeah, yeah, and they did that celebration, the, the cold celebration. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that one, that was a good one, even the even the Napoli one when we beat them, yeah, we the, after, the, after the first leg because after the first, because that they were probably like one of the hardest teams left in the in the competition. That, we beat them, and then like it was, it was looking like it could be something special. Um, what was it? Not numbers don't lie. Another level. That's another funny one. When I said, um, <laughs> thinking Messi's another level. Ronaldo. Bro, I was with you. I was saying it too. I was so hyped after that. Yeah. I was so. What hyped. game was it? It was um, Real Madrid v Barcelona. Yeah. And then yeah. Messi scored in the last took minute. The way shirt. he just dispatched it in the corner. Was it not when he took off his shirt? Yeah. That, that's, that's. Was it? Was it? Oh, was it that 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 game? Yeah. Yeah. That game. Yeah. I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah. But um. Yeah, mine was actually more recent. It was the lockdown episode we did with uh, our all-time 11s. What, the draft? The dra- was it the draft? Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was that was good. Well, it was funny. It was fun, yeah. I need to go back to listen to that. That's on my list. Yeah, no, nah, we, we've yeah. come a long way, man. We thank God, obviously, first and foremost. Um, here's to 200 more, lads. <laughs> Another five years in the game. Yeah. Who knows what we're going to be then, man. We'll come back to this episode and we'll just laugh like. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's been good. Thank you guys. Obviously, if you've been rocking with us, you know, if you're new to the journey, if you've been here from the beginning, whatever it may be, 
We appreciate the love, man. No champ and chump. Champ and chump, yeah. Um, should, we not, should we not do that because it's like we just round off? Nah, oh, my champ, my champ goes to he goes to Son. Like I, I saw, he's on he's on seventeen league goals, which is I think I think is insane for like a forward. And um, he's like that like he's he does have his purple. He is kind of like a purple batch player, but he's he's great. He's great. Mm. And I also want to give a shout out to Conte as well because like the way Conte can just come in. To the side, and then like after a couple of games, I'm not kind of just like, huh? I'm not convinced yet. I'm, I'm not convinced because like because 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 even in even in that even in that game, they could have they could have been they could have been four down. Spurs are Spurs, like, man. Yeah, and Spurs are Spurs. But I'm I'm just I'm just giving him credit for his his ability as a as a world class coach. Oh, I'm sorry. Quickly, 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 quickly. Uh, I have to ask this question. I, I've actually wanted to ask this question for months, but it's actually. Can I wait till next week, please? Nah, nah, because nah, I'll I'll forget. It's just a quick one. I just I just want I just want you guys to know what you guys think about um Ancelotti's that like, kind of legacy in the game because if he wins, no, no, no. next week, no, fun, man. We next week, next week, and my child, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Marcus, bro, he, he's about to do something that no, no, no other manager has done. No, yet. in fact, let's wait till next week because he might get knocked out of the Champions League. No, I'm not even talking about. I'm not even talking about the Champions League. I'm because like he's like we touch we touch on next week, but if he it's looking like he's going to win the league. He's going to be the first manager to win yeah. all five top leagues. Yeah. yeah. So, but um, yeah, my my champ of the week goes to it goes to Neil Neil Warnock, man. What the like, hell? Huh? Bro, he's retiring, bro. I saw him retiring. Really? I saw Neil Warnock. Neil Warnock. I, I, I saw oh, I saw wow. that he was retiring. I was thinking, yeah, man. I mean, like. He's had he's had a good he's had a good career like credit to him and then and I see a video today on on three sixty TV shout out them and it's um it's a snippet from this ex footballer who he he's done he he's done he recently done an interview and he was saying that when he was playing that Neil Warnock was saying that um if he wants to play he has to play it like he said that he will basically play him he will play him and pick him for games but if he does he has to give Neil Warnock six k. Out of his wages, per per game that he plays, and I'm think and I'm thinking, bro, like, like, like that your integrity, like, what, why, why, how can you do that as a manager? Like, that's that's I find I find that absolutely insane in it. So, like, good riddance, if I'm being honest. Don't know what to say to that, but um, I remember the week goes out to Gibbs's family. Um, shout out his missus, man. Obviously, childbirth is not easy. We thank God. More blessings on their lives. Uh, my champ of the week is gonna be um, flipping. Um, you you stunk up the joint, man. I don't know. Arteta. Yeah, it's got to be Arteta, isn't it? It's got to be Arteta. It's got to be Arteta. Yeah, you're right. Arteta holds that. My champ of the week is Harry Kane. He down tools at the beginning of the season. No, he didn't. He yeah, did down tools. He was so bro. He was on like one he league goal dead. or something like that. That's not Harry Kane. So he was, he was down tools. He was just dead, like. Yeah, and now he's back. I mean, that little cheeky little header he did to Son. That's that's what Arteta thinks Lacazette is on. Beautiful, beautiful assist. He's he's amazing. He needs to get himself a decent move and get some careers in his um in his back pocket before he retires. <laughs> My trump of the week is Stephen the Aura Gerard. 
I, I don't think people oh, are taking, taking in how bad his his results have been. I'm calling the aura. Bro, everyone's talking about, oh, yeah, Steven Gerrard's success at the clock. Listen, he better sort himself out. <laughs> he's not going to be anywhere near that shortlist once Klopp is done if he's not careful I, the aura, you know? I couldn't believe it when I turned on my phone I saw 4-0 89 no, the, minutes the transitions are dirty though they're getting slapped up on the transitions though bro yeah they get, they get they get a murdered store I can't lie That's bro, bro anyway yeah chump of the week I like him comes across nicely like him because if a, if I said that he slaps people's I, I just don't understand why he came out and said yeah he's would you say babe Jose you know if a man if you know if I just be losing it I never said that you just be oh losing. no 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 sorry you did you did you did that was the name of the pod that was the name of the pod okay but yeah you need to sort it out but yeah we'll leave it there yeah. thank you for joining us for episode 200 love people Take care. Oh, we've, got coming, we've got a theme coming, man. We've got our what you pull it coming up. Visuals. Nah, yeah, we've got um a what you pull it. Uh five year anniversary special. Oh right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll announce that closer to the time and all that good stuff. But yeah, man, love people out. Goodbye.